All right, welcome to Craft Imperial. This is the Viking. I am the Bourbon Cowboy. We sit here, discuss great cigars, great whiskey, and have a lot of fun with banter and discussing all these great cigars and bourbon. We'll sit here every week with you, enjoy this podcast, different cigars, different whiskey, all the banter, a lot of fun, a lot of nonsense, and... <laughs> That's what it's about. Thank you for joining Craft Puro. Please enjoy this episode. Cheers. All right, what's up, everybody? We are back. It's a Craft Puro podcast, and we got a we got a doozy today. It's the it's the dynamic duo back together. Just the Viking and the Bourbon Cowboy, and wow, what a special afternoon it is! It's Monday. We never do podcast on Monday, but we have a special occasion. Yeah, we do. Um, go ahead and tell them what's going on. So a lot of them who are following us know kind of what we're doing today, but yeah, um, there's just been no no pictures of it, no um, label release, no no nothing like that. But uh, this is the first time we are smoking the Anchor. This is Craft Imperial's first cigar. Um, it's going to release. Is that what we're going to call it? The Anchor. I don't know. Wait, the Anchor Cyclops. What do you want to call it? Cyclops. Well, it's available now, right now. It's available right now. Um, we'll get into that a little more later, um, but we'll finalize the name. Yeah, Cyclops Anchor. I'm Cyclops is fucking. I, I like that. Well, it's the only one-eyed skull I've ever seen. Yeah, which is kind of nice. It's, it just it makes it so much different than everything else. Um, so you guys are really gonna like the look of the cigar. This thing is fantastic. Um, I think when we actually size this out, we're just gonna call it a Super Robusto, maybe. Um, it's a true Cuban Bahique size, so it's a, a five and three quarters by, I think it's a, we'll call it a 52, but it's technically like a 51 and a half um, with a pigtail on the cap and a nice flat cap shag foot on the foot. Um, guts right so san andreas mexican san andreas wrapper dominican and pennsylvania broadleaf binder and pennsylvania and nicaraguan lajero for the filler um so the cigar is shocking it's not nearly as strong as you would think but it's definitely not mild <laughs> well we know that i just lit mine and right off the bat you can spell uh, uh taste that spiciness and the um in the San Andreas wrapper, which I love the wrapper. Yeah, this is one of, uh, and this isn't gloating on your own cigar, right? It never fails. It never fails. It's an airplane or a lawnmower. But I guarantee you, way back when, when I talked about one of my super finds, um, the Luchador, I guarantee you that was a San Andreas uh, wrapper. Mm -hmm on that and um, I loved it I loved it yeah this cigar's got some of the most most apparent upfront spice um, I'll compare it I'll compare it a lot to um, the Colision or not Colision sorry the La Carim Bellicoso from Crownheads that in initial burn brings all that spice forward but what I like about this is the spice stays it doesn't just dissipate or go away 
Um, yeah, so this is fun. It's officially here. Craft uh, and Pro's first cigar. Uh, let's let's roll with the Cyclops. We'll call it the Cyclops. I think so. that's fun. We'll roll with that. There's a fun it's story. It's the Cyclops. It. It's it is Craft Impero cigars. We've just started, and this will be our first run. It'll be called the Cyclops, but it's kind of our anchor cigar. I mean, that's what's all the logo is about. There you go. It's that's our perfect. anchor. It's our yeah. first one to be put out, and we'll call it the Cyclops. And you'll know what we're talking about when you see the logo, because guess what? There's an anchor and a Cyclops skull <laughs> in both of it. Right, right. So it's all it's all well and put together. Um, so we're stoked about this. We have never smoked this on a podcast, even as a secondary, anything like that. Um, we smoked through a bunch of blends, settled on a blend, and this has just been everything I think we wanted it to be so far. Um, what I'm curious about is some people had smoked some of the original early ones that we got i think this is better than that now granted we were kind of hurried i don't know what night it was when i smoked it um, but i just remember it being really good consistent great smoke throughout but i'm with you this one it's smoking great. I'm excited. Oh, it's fucking about phenomenal. It. Like you retrohale it and you get all of that cayenne and hot pepper you want. But then the body on this bounces around. Like it's really unique. We'll get into that as we smoke. As we smoke through it, we'll get into that. But um, we're doing something really special today that is actually really unique to just you and I. Which is. Is it going to tug at your heartstrings? It's already doing it. <laughs> Look. See? <laughs> Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Anyway, so what we decided to do, me and Mark. You said going to tug at my heart. Shut up. Queer. We were like, well, what should we, what bourbon should we start with? Because we at least like to talk through a few things of what we're planning. In. And I, I thought about it, and then all of a sudden it clicked. I was like, listen, man, we should pull out of the cowboy vault um, that six-year-old Heaven Hill white label. 100 proof bottle and bond because that's where it all started that's yep. how i met you and you were like hey what do you want to drink and you know who are you i said i'm hodge you know i'm kind of a bourbon guy whatever and you're like kind of a scotch guy and but yeah. uh, you're like i'll have a bourbon with you what do you want let's get something going here and i'm like how about that one way the hell up there i mean the one kind of sitting behind it was the TV. way the hell up <laughs> on a shelf Nobody was paying attention to it. I said, that could be one of the best bottles in here. And I was like, how much is it? It's uh, six year and it's $6 a pour. I'm like, yeah, let's start with that. And uh, we fell in love with it. And I thought it only fitting that we bring that tonight and start with that. Yeah, that, that's cool. That's kind of what got us into, um, that's what sparked our friendship was that bottle. We drank that bottle that, not that day. It was the, like two days later that week, we finished it. Um, and then it all just kind of went uphill from there. Uh, the joke on this is this is the bottle that took my 112 bottle scotch collection to a 300 some odd bottle total collection. I still think I have 112 bottles of scotch. <laughs> well, you must not have them all out on the bar then. No, no, no. They're in, in the shelf. Yeah. When you want to display Macallan, you have to give those bottles their room. It's only fair. Yeah. True. Um, but this is this is the one that did it, and this is what brought the cowboy and the Viking together. Well, so. cheers, brother. Cheers, man. Woo. I did not sip lightly on that. I took Didn't it either. all because I know it's absolutely freaking delicious. Uh, 
Well, I will say this. I have another one in there, another surprise that I think it's one of the first go-arounds me and you did with another one that I brought, but we'll get into that later. We'll get into that. What, um, this you what, six man, year. I am super stoked, super happy. And again, here I go, the cowboy talking about the weather. It's about <laughs> 71. We are sitting out here in front of Lit in their little kind of garden area. And we're watching these beautiful blooming wisterias uh, that are off these iron art pieces. And it's almost clear as a bill, hardly any wind, at least in here where we're, we're kind of at. And it's like 71 degrees, it's beautiful. Yeah, it turned out to be a really, really good day. A few people in here at Lit, we're kind of on our own, but that doesn't mean we won't hear a jet or a dragster or a chainsaw somewhere. Yeah, some, uh, you know, yeah. some billionaire's gotta land his jet up the road and take his Tesla to Lit, that's how it goes. We love it, it's a perk, it's fun. Um, this six year became what? Did it, now is it still six year? The new no. white? No, because there's a white label that's 88 proof. These been out of production now over a year, maybe longer, and they um, took this out of production. And what they did was they added a year. They put out a seven year um, bottle and bond. The bottle has been upgraded. It's a gorgeous bottle. We've had it on the show. There's pictures of it on um, on the website, and um, so they went from a. I don't know exactly what this sold for, but let's say. Oh, is the new bottle that blue one? The Heaven Heaven Hill it's bottle. It's clear with a wood a wood top, a cork, right. a wood cork, and it's got the gold. You know, it's got a gold emblem with the the picture of yes, Heaven Hill. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, it's clear, right. and it's right now the the um retail price on it was around forty dollars well good luck finding them they're really hard to find but when you do you're going to pay 40 to 50 bucks for it and i believe this was at any barn liquor barn in louisville from anywhere from 12 to 16 dollars and, and i may have been high on that and um the first time i had it, i just fell in love with it i just should have bought more when i that's like it. the moral of the story though isn't it right every time every time you find something it's like uh we were talking about uh oh the most recent one was 10-year uh, henry kenna right what was a 26 dollar bottle is now allocated and if you find that it's 80 90 bucks you know that 10-year 10-year mckenna um changes it but no heaven hill this is actually this is actually what put my addiction to heaven hill in place is this bottle uh, and the 88 white label did they still make that one right um it's 88 or 82 oh, well proof they or whatever. still have yeah they still have the 80 proof. Yeah, okay, there's a green yeah. well you know what the green label might have been i i you know that's a good question i still think you can get this in 80 proof they just took away the bottle and bond right and um but i'm not positive on that i'll have to check there's a green label that was 80 proof never was a bottle of bond that i'm aware of right and i think they've even taken that because i grabbed about six bottles of those and put those away too just because i'm kind of a bib guy and, and I, I like stocking and having three or four back and just going to hold on to them right but i mean heaven hill juice as far as the bib industry they put out a lot of bibs and well, by the way, they got to be like year, the king of bib, right? They got to be because Heaven Hill is yeah. all Old Fitzgerald. Yeah, right. And those are the is it most sought after bibs. Who's beaten bibs from now? They're putting out an eight all the way to a fifteen. Yeah, eight's the new one. Yeah, which somehow we've got to go down and grab grab some of those. Right. I don't know how we're going to work that out, but we'll get it figured out. 
but I'm just saying that seven year, if you can get it, it's well worth it. it it's a it's a great bourbon, and um, yeah. But so that's kind of how that went. But I'm loving this pairing too, and and maybe it's because I'm so sentimental right now. It's our cigar no, or whatever. Is, uh, but I, I feel is, like <laughs> this is people are gonna like this cigar. Our cigar, nah, this is really good with this with this six year. Um, the thing, the thing, one of the things that taught me, like, of course, like doing bourbon with you and teach me about bourbon, this is kind of my baseline for understanding oak against age and understanding where the wood plays in and where you draw your caramels and your honeys and stuff like that. This was always been the base for me because I think they're so abundant. Um, and I think they're easily accessible to the senses in this bottle, unlike most. You know, like on the nose, you get the wood, the honey, the caramel, and then when you when you taste it, you get it the other way, honey, caramel, wood. Yeah, well, you definitely have the caramel. And you want to talk smooth? There's almost a chill to this where the heat should be. You know what I mean? Like it tingles your, your, um, your taste buds and pulls it away but the sweetness in that that caramel honey whatever whatever I'm tasting there against the front load spice on this cigar is lights out man yeah it just kind of plays around in your mouth and then just slowly makes its way down the back of your throat um, and until we get a master distiller on our program who can enlighten us. Now, he's not gonna tell us exactly, but how that's achieved, you know, just like we've always talked about bookers at 124, this is 100. And it's just, the, somehow they, they just hit a real sweet spot with this one. How they achieve that through their blending, and maybe it may be as simple as that, but. Right, uh, there's, a, there's a point. There's a point but you But this, hit. this is a bottle of bond, so I don't no. know. I, there's no blending involved in this. No, it has to be, no, it can, yeah, because it has to be minimum four years um, made in, in state of whatever in a single cast. You can't blend anything to make a bottle of bond. Right. It has to be a single liquid at least four years old. And this is a fun fact. I think we want to reiterate. I was talking to someone the other day. Guys, in order to be a Kentucky straight bourbon, the liquid only needs to be a minimum of two years old. Let's put that out there so everyone is aware of that. Kentucky straight. Kentucky bourbon. straight, okay? The four-year number is bottle and bond, and there's more attached to that, but that four-year number, I was talking with some guys the other day, and we were sitting down, and uh, someone asked me, like, it has to be at least four years, right? I said, yes, for bottle and bond. But to be a Kentucky bourbon, it's a minimum of two years and it's built. Well, what about Missouri? Because I know Missouri set something up with, um, you know, well, M Missouri, a Missouri bourbon. M Missouri's the same way now. It's a minimum of two years, bottle and bond finish of four. They just had a legislation passed that allows them to. Well, it to can't be a bottle and bond if it's two. It, no, you no, have no. To no. Have I said bottle and bond minimum of four. It has oh. to be a minimum of two to be a Missouri straight whiskey. Oh. They just got legislation passed to. Um, Kind of fall in that same guideline as Kentucky, but have St. Louis. Yeah, somebody wanted Arkansas. to have an argument with me. There's no true bourbon unless it comes from Kentucky, oh, and I'm like, up. no, you're you're not right on that, that one. That means buddy. you're still drinking wild turkey and think it's king of bourbons. Anyway, the Viking had to walk away for a little bit, but obviously, I'm really excited. We've been talking about this cigar for a long time, and. Um, 
I had one probably, I, I want to say probably a month ago when we, we've been, we've been smoking different blends for probably about three months. And we've gone back two or three times. And then this was the one we really decided on. So this is my first time back smoking this. And um, man, I'm pumped. I think people are really gonna be excited about this cigar. And um, when Mark gets back, we'll kind of talk about how we're going to, um, how we're going to let them go, I guess, or um, sell them. Um, obviously, they're gonna be here at Lit, and um, we're gonna be, um, and they're gonna be, we're, we're gonna put them in a few places. Obviously, we're gonna have them at our podcast, our, our events, and uh, but we're gonna try to start blowing through these so we can get more if we really love this blend we're just going to keep pumping these out and um and then maybe just have this be one of our one of our actual blends that we hold on to so i'm super stoked and then i am going to shoot out on the podcast when we're done all of our pictures the logos and um, even though our cigar labels haven't come yet i'll shoot you guys uh, a label of that hopefully this week Mark is, is going to be gone this week on a little uh, vacay, and I'm going to put some of this together and send it to him, and he can put it out to you guys, but um, we're super stoked about it. Um, anyway, so kudos, man. I'm going to take another sip of this, you know, do a little chew on it. I think it's a really good pairing. This cigar... Um, I would say it's a medium to full, but the nice thing about it, it's real consistent in the fact that it has some layers of flavor in here, but I'm only about an inch in. So we're gonna have to keep talking about this to the bitter end. But Mark will tell you about this ash. I was very impressed with it the last time I smoked this particular blend, that the ash just really held tight. And it's a nice size cigar for any activity too because we've talked about that too like on a windy day if you've got some of these smaller cigars man it's kind of a fight to keep them lit but i think this one is a golf courser this can handle a little wind which is important um, so i think this is going to be a good all-around cigar for people to try and get involved with craft imperial cigars Hopefully, now that we get this going, we've got two or three different stickers. Actually, we've got four or five different sticker styles that we're going to start putting out and um, on the Patreon. And I don't want to start talking about this packaging without him, but we've got something unique in the packaging of these cigars, how we're going to do that. And then this is gonna be our first one and we'll see how that goes. We're gonna rock these for two or three months and pump them and talk about them and then hopefully get on and start uh, some blends for the fall. And um, because I know we've already had on the podcast that we, I, we've talked about doing kind of a pumpkin series or a pumpkin patch line um, with, I've always carved pumpkins my whole life. I love doing it. And I do these crazy, um, like old school faces, not the stencil shit, 
I'm talking about just carving a crazy face on a good pumpkin. Not only orange ones, but the white ones have become really popular. And then, you know, the old school pumpkin thing was, is put in the white candle. You get that orange glow, but now they've got so many cool lighting apparat apparatuses to put in your pumpkins and the white ones. When you put that back in there, man, the glows are fantastic. Um, so bikes back, what I was basically telling them is going over the cigar and whatever and what we were drinking. Yeah. I hadn't really told them about our packaging yet. I wanted to wait until you got back. Dude, well, let's do it. So I want to start this. Um, Cowboy and I, we were talking, right? And I'm going to let you guys in on some uh, trade secrets here. Unless you're buying 10,000 cedar boxes, I want everyone to think about this when you think about the cost of a cigar from here on out, okay? Um, we're launching today and we're launching with um, probably about 83 packs. No, that's 50. way wrong. 53, no, that's And way they won't wrong. even be 50 because we're going to be packs. giving away some singles yeah, and yeah. that. So there somewhere will be 25 around 40. Packed, yeah, pack I'm three packs. 40. 40 pack three packs. Yep. And then there's going to be some loose cigars that we'll be handing out and hand to hand sales and stuff like that. Um, to do that, say we wanted to, say we just wanted to do five five count boxes, right? Uh, what is that? Twenty five boxes would have cost about a thousand dollars for the boxes. Yeah. Okay. Um, in order to make a box, and you're just talking plain box, just plain box with measurements, of course, and cedar inserts, however you want it. Then you got to think about the painting, the labeling, who are you going to pay to label um, your box? Who are you going to pay to take it to the FDA to have the, st the, the sticker sent over to put the Surgeon General warning on it? Oh my God, it's crazy. So, but let's talk about that. Listen, do you know how many boxes I have in my basement? Do we really need more boxes? This is true too. And, and, I, and for our clientele that are going to love this cigar, who gives a shit about the box? Anyway? And here's the other thing. How many people, and now there's a lot of them, but how many people like yourself or myself have a humidor where you can put a full box in it? I don't think you pull this. You pull the cigars out anyway. Yeah. So what we did is I, I, I took some of this design from the guys at Standard and Twain. They do a... They do a small little envelope. It looks like an old school letter that's got twine twisted around it, right? And then you open it like a letter, you pull the cigars out, you throw it away. So we got, what did you call It's like a pillow box. Well, this is what I would say. Listen, we've all grown up with McDonald's. So they used to have the apple turnover. Oh, it's an empanada box from Taco Bell. <laughs> well, it reminds me of the apple turnover for McDonald's, only it's a little a little bigger, a little wider. And then you open one in and shake out your apple turnover and get going. Yeah, or shake out the cigars. you hold your apple turnover with a box. And that ain't gonna happen with this. But put your three pack and um, you know, open the lid and then shut it back and you've got two in there. Well, and that's the other thing with this packaging, that will fit in any humidor. That will fit in a five cigar Zycar, or five cigar carrying case, like you're a Poco one right there. It'll fit and inside of it and you can- it's aired enough that you can fold the ends and just stick it in there and yep. you'll be fine. Yep. Yeah. Um, down the road, actually with the initial, um, like when we present these to Lit to get them in, in, in the humidor here and other places when we do that, they will be Bovida sealed inside. Um, we're able to achieve small Bovida packs for 
very low cost. What is the what is the uh, what will be the number on the bovina? Like uh, we'll do we'll do we'll do like a sixty nine. Because ten, what are the grams like? Oh, it's a it's a it, it's like a point oh two. They're, dude, they're like this big. They're like a one by one square. Right. Yeah. It's just enough that during transportation and holding that they'll be fine. And if you buy it and put it in your humidor and you're carrying it around, you'll be okay for a day or two or three, you know? Um, but then we've got we've got uh, the, the logo and design that, that Hodge drew up. This is another thing about this cigar that's so special to us. Guys, literally, with the exception of picking, aging, and rolling the tobacco, every single portion of this thing was done by myself or the cowboy well so definitely logo, logo design label designs everything like that have been single-handedly i see this is what i love about our relationship i was thinking i was like dude i want i want something with an anchor uh, i think an anchor would be really cool you know what do you do when your boat's in the water and you want to sit still or you want to be at a starting point for your day of fishing or surfing or diving or whatever you drop anchor right this cigar is gonna we're dropping it this is the start this is where we're at we'll pull it up and do something again a little later that's how this thing is gonna work i used those words and this dude came up with this this design that is now the label on the first cigar being released by craft Bureau. just like when our when our account logo is updated when our stickers went out all those this designs actually may be a tattoo that we get done <laughs> Don't fuck with me. I'll put it on tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I haven't even. I haven't even started. This is when the guy palette. doesn't even have tattoos. I'm like, I'll fucking put it on my hand. I'll tell you what my palette is. It's like you know, go get a butterball, take all the plastic off, let it, let it, um, you know, soften up to room temperature and smack it in the ass. That's about what my body looks like. It's a, it's a, under these shirts and, and my shorts, it's a butterball turkey, baby. But it needs to start getting some tats on it. And I've been waiting years, but I'm pretty proud of the logo. It's one of our first ones. And we've done some others with our hats and everything. And Oh, that's, that's the other thing, guys. So now that we're in this direction, there's going to be a lot more apparel and stuff available. Like we've done, like like the cowboy said, we've done some hats, but they were just kind of private hats. Um, you know, we got we got some original release hats that were designed off a of cutter, uh, but there's some real ornate hats that are being done, and the cowboys kind of got them locked down to a decent price. Now it'll, the, the hats will be thirty thirty two dollars a piece to sell them, right? But. We're not really trying to make any money. That's the We're point too. But to the hat, dude, it's a it's a, really it's, a, it's a new era. It's a new era. Fifty eight fifty fitted. It's it's like it's it's a damn MLB All Star hat just with Craft and Pure written across right. it. Right. Then we'll find some cheaper ones. Just yeah. and I don't even want to say cheaper, but I mean some that are just you know um, what do they call them? Uh, snapbacks. They're a little less expensive with our logos on it. I also have. Um, a lady who's always done patches for my company and I'm gonna get on her and get uh, a couple patches made and um, but anyway man it's exciting all this shit's gonna be coming and um, hopefully um, everybody's getting their um, vaccinations and by midsummer man we midsummer we should be rocking and rolling with them we're gonna be rolling man and this year on our two-year anniversary we're gonna have our big blowout cigar event um, by then, we'll have the second blend out that I'm actually really stoked for. Um, yeah, to be I honest, talked a we little have, bit about that. Too. We have 
okay. We have two ideas as to what the tobacco will be. And we know what is gonna be called, but we don't exactly know size, shape, figure thereof, right? Yeah, but I we talked about, I told him, I says, hopefully we'll have- Oh, you do that, you lay it out there. No, I told him, I says, we're gonna rock this for two, three months, and then we're gonna be smoking some new blends, looking for a fall release. We had talked about doing a, a pumpkin theme uh, fall release and um, it could be a series where we call it the pumpkin patch series and we don't like put a series out this year but maybe get one for the fall and, and I then, even I even had a really cool fun idea for that you know what sour patch kids are right the candy yeah the pumpkin patch kids and it's kids with and again back to you want to talk work being done everything yourself guys I don't think any of you quite know how good the bourbon cowboy is at carving pumpkins so this whole idea is drawn from the thousands of pumpkins that he carves the different expressions designs no stencils. themes no yeah it's all free this is all school and, stick and a he, knife and in he it, does have an them, idea and he does them on those like softball sized pumpkins which is fucking berserk white they got all kinds of different green, yellow, white, orange. And I was telling them how, you know, they got all these like amazing luminaries now with all kinds of, uh, I mean, literally you could have your pumpkin and have like a light control in your hand and change different colors on oh, your Oh, dude, that's like the, the, those disc lights I put in my humidor. I can it's put awesome. them on a rainbow and they dance to music. Yeah. Now the battery's dying 10 minutes, but it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we got a lot of stuff going down. So talk about the cigar. Oh, take a picture of that. I'm going to need that. We did some construction pictures through this thing. Yeah, the, I was impressed with this the last time um, when we first did this blend. And uh, we're just going to keep snapping, see how long this goes on. But yeah, tell them more about it because even some of these blends in here you're a little new to well what was really interesting about this one right so initially um almost actually over a year ago yeah. look at that and i'm just pointing something out it looks like it started with something and then look at that now there's a wider edge. that's where you're hitting the pennsylvania lajero that's the transition in the rolling in there wow um so speaking of pennsylvania lajero when we initially did this blend last year we had rolled a or we had had sent over it was a barber pole that was a habano and a maduro that had dominican and nicaraguan lajero with dominican broadleaf on the binder that real spicy full body cigar we were like oh this thing is awesome and I'm glad we didn't, but we almost pulled the trigger on that because what we realized was, you, and this is the, how the world works, I think, just because you're in love with something, if you're providing a service for somebody, not everyone's going to love what you love. In fact, they might downright fucking despise it and hate it, <laughs> right? So we went back to the drawing board, played around a little bit, and when I was talking with the guy, the blenders, when they put this together, I said, let's do something real crazy, right? I was like, let's do a little shag, make sure we got a dark, spicy wrapper, and uh, let's do pigtails. I'm fond of pigtails, right? And I fully expected a pigtail, not a nipple, right? That's kind of what we got. We got a little nipple on top. So they send this over, go through the blend, and there's something called Pennsylvania Lajero in it. Now, everyone, I shouldn't say everyone, I'm sorry. If you're deep into the cigar world, or if you read about your cigars, you'll see Pennsylvania Broadleaf, You'll see Pennsylvania shade grown. You'll, you'll see all of these. Usually Lajero tobacco is pulled from the three main countries. 
because of the environment in which they're grown, right? The whole point of Lajero is it's the most sun exposed and weather exposed leaf on the plant. It gets the least amount of dual nutrient, but the most potency of the sun. So that is where all the concentrated nicotine power of a cigar is. Yo, know, best example, when you smoke a double Lajero, a two through digger from LFD, those cigars taste like jalapeno chocolates. They are spicy, full body, and they feed your frontal lobe with a nice good headache when you're done with them, right? Fantastic cigar, amazing. What I found as we smoked through this, there is some Dominican Lajero in there, real nice spice, right? And coming from us, Dominican, who'd have fucking known? But it's not overpowering. There's almost this floral, I'm, I call it a, a burnt grapefruit, and that's kind of what it feels like to me, that meets it. So you get spice, but you get this almost gin-like finish to where it doesn't smoke your palate out. The body's not immensely strong, and the strength of the cigar transcends this awesome medium, and it touches some full points here and there, but it doesn't get beat up. I don't know, man. So far, I love it. But I don't know, to be honest with you, that I've ever seen that before. That transition in the ash. Yeah. Which I think is really cool. Um, that So that shows the during the, the, the rolling process, right, when the binder's being put on the bunch, instead of the leaf, usually, so here, leaves are usually this way, right, like this. This cigar is rolled this way. All right, so you get binder build as it goes through the cigar. When you hit that point, like I'm actually hitting that point right now, you can see it building right here. How the ash is thickening up, the wrapper's starting to come down right here. Yeah. Right, so it's gonna change color in here. Uh, that's, that's how that blending works. So instead of, you can call it a bifold instead of a stacking, I guess. I don't know if bifold's the actual technical term, but that's how you rotate that. Well, that's and big. against this six year, guys, oh I, I don't want to tell you that it's the best pairing you'll ever have, but I'm going to go ahead and say it, right? It's, it's our fucking cigar, I'm going to say it. Well, it's going to be our best pairing. Uh, no, it's, I mean, and there was no way we had, I, I talked to him about it. He had an unopened, he had a opened bottle that I was going to have him bring, and I went down to the vault. There was just no way. This was the right fit for the day and this start of our cigar line to have this bottle here today and start with it so um, yeah to do to do this is the announcement there's no better stoked. way to do it literally our uh our beginning uh to be where we are now this is pretty nice and look. to think don't look i'm already over it dude look. um and to think that this that this started um literally you, you always hear you always hear those jokes and i'm not saying we're a fortune 500 company right but you always hear those jokes about the two. Yeah, we are a Fortune five hundred dollar company. <laughs> yes, we are. <laughs> um, so the uh, Scooby Drew. Scooby Drew. What up, baby? Yeah, yeah. Well, Scooby way Drew out of your league, new, dude. Uh, cigar way out of your league. out here today. Yeah, it pushed us out. One. The sample you smoked. Yeah. yeah. Incredible. I think it. I think it's going to be a big hit. I actually do. I love it. And uh, I mean, look at that. We were just talking about the transition. Oh, I can teach you something. Uh, That's kind of cool. I haven't seen a lot of cigars. You can see there. You see the, the ash color change in the wrapper? Yeah. So most cigars, when they're binded, are binded this way. Right. This is binded this way. So 
the Pennsylvania Lajero oh, is burning oh. into the Dominican. Ash color, soil content change of the ash as it comes in. So instead of just overlapped or instead of like stacking, they're overlapped. overlapped. Yeah, there you go. Thank you. I call it what did I call it? Bifolding. Yeah, I don't know what I'm talking about. Um, yeah, so they're they're out. Um, oh hey, check, show them that packaging. That's the uh, label sticker there. That's what's going to be on the outside with the Craft Imperial on there. Oh yeah. So it looks pretty sweet, right? I love that. Yeah. Are you guys going to um, ban the cigars? Yeah, yeah, we're just we're waiting just, on the fucking we're label. Pissy, they're yeah. not here yet. They're supposed to be do? here Friday. They were supposed to be here today, and they're still sitting in the distribution network of St. Louis. So I don't know what the fuck that means, but um, whoever is delivering them. No, what it means is I'm gonna fucking leave Arizona Thursday, and they're gonna be in my mailbox. That's what it means. I'll go over. I'll grab. Well, uh, yeah, he, he can too. Anyone can. Yeah, but get them to get them to him because, but don't label anything. We're supposed to do it together. <laughs> I'll come back and this guy will label everything. Um, but uh, but yeah, I, I really think that, and my, so my point was. Look at that little, the the little tube right going down yeah. the middle. Yeah. Um, so my point was, you always hear those stories of those, those 90 year old billionaires talking about how everything started in this bar on like Main Street, right? This all started in a fucking bar three years ago. You know, like we didn't know then that we were going to be doing this, but you know, it. it I don't know if we'll ever be billionaires. I don't want to. You know, I don't want to be a billionaire. Well, let me just billionaire. say. So we're one year. Yeah, I don't think you can. Uh, <laughs> no, one, Forbes gets a hold of you. You're in. <laughs> so we're about 14 months in on this, but the reason we picked, and I'm, I'm sharing this with uh, Scooby Drew here, is the Heaven Hill was kind of the bonding moment when I shared this bottle with him on bourbon. That's the first bourbon him and I ever had together. Really? Was that bottle. Yeah. And Is there a chance that that's the same juice as Evan Williams because it looks, the labeling and everything looks so alike. Heaven well, Evan Williams comes out yeah. of Heaven Hill. Right, yeah. but that's, I know, it's just the separation. Uh, I, the six-year bottle, and that's six-year bottle and bond, no. That, that, no. Maybe that, the, out here, you've never I'm had thinking. this? Well, Go in and, and grab you a um, Glen Cairn and let you try some of this. And then I think we'll take Hi. some new pictures and we'll, yeah. yeah, and we will, um, and then I'll pull out the second little uh, sweet spot that Mark and I shared. And um, thank you, buddy. Uh, yeah, dude, this is uh, like a nostalgic episode. This is gonna be pretty cool. Um, we can kind of reminisce over the past years and stuff like that. and and play with it and uh yeah come come scoot in here scooby drew yeah yeah you're good uh by the way thanks for today let us get this done oh, you know what i'm saying I yeah mean, no no I yeah i, I know what you mean though but yeah thank you you know mm. yeah that's uh, easily some of the best juice Look ever. Look at him. He's bottled. like, hey, you guys may be right. You got onto yeah. something there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 So yeah. We're, Now, is that a vintage hat? Is that a vintage one? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think they still got some laying around. Yeah. They okay, go on, wait they, a minute. They go on sale tomorrow on the hardware store. Dave. First of all, <laughs> Dave. <laughs> there will be one for me. <laughs> yeah. Dave. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, we sit here pushing those cigars because they're great sticks. I mean, 
I know. I can yeah. rep that. Oh, it's inside. I can rep the Calaveras. Uh, well, he may know somebody. I don't. Gator. I'm not sure. What? The, what? That, the the Gator that guy. Oh yeah 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, no, Hodge, you got one. You got one, dude. Um. Yeah, no, this is pretty. This is pretty cool. Yeah, so we were talking about like this bottle literally is a. Uh, you you I, you joke about those moments where like you everyone I think everyone can semi remember when they became friends with somebody or met somebody, but how many times does it turn into something like you, you, when you become Ohana or family and things get together and you get involved in each other's lives and you know like decisions affect each other kind of, like you know when shit like that starts happening. That's the story you remember. That's where shit gets real. Yeah, we're gonna, so we're gonna have to start an archive uh, collection of this because we've already got, we're into three different, well actually four different hats. Actually three, we've got some color changes. But this is the third one that I, I have. Uh, but we'll start having to put one away. Hey, let's get let's get two of those made for uh, Drew, Drew, and well, Big this Daddy. is my thought is Scooby Drew. Scooby Drew. One of the Daddy. reasons I have a special Craft Imperial cigars, and the back is open for the logo. Throw that fucker on the and back, put dude. Put that on the back, and then we'll start putting these out, and um, and we'll we'll just kind of go from there. I'm just trying not to wear a hat because I just cut like three inches. I've never let my hair grow that long. Yeah, hair is well, shorter. We back I know. I'm Hippies. figuring back oh, yeah. in August started all <laughs> over again. But I had a fun run with it. I've literally not wore a hat in such a long time, and my hair's probably freaking out a little bit. But yeah, I, I say we decide on exactly what we want to put on the back of that, and have those. There'll be a little bit more money for those, and then we're gonna get a snapback. A little less expensive, some trucker hats. Gee, baby, yeah. I'm gonna get some patches trucker made, hats. and then we'll just keep this uh, party going. And I'll keep For putting sure. out. And we should do some, uh, like, we should do some t-shirts. But we should also like get some like polos done. So we're on the golf course, or we're hanging out, or yeah, and maybe dude, maybe like, maybe we'll uh, we'll talk with um, you know, Scooby Drew and big daddy and we'll do a like a lit sponsored polo put lit like you know craft and puro across the chest and do a you know like a lit on the shoulder yeah you know and do like a limited run on those and put them out um stuff like that but my dad was such a rugby guy he played rugby dude uh, there's a lot of rugby players here well he he Baltics. played and I got to get and back on this. And he looks at me and says, I don't want to fuck with you. I'm like, because we just got, bro. <laughs> we got reached out to through Facebook and whatever that there's going to be a Hall of Fame uh, for the rugby players of St. Louis. And my dad played for the St. Louis Bombers for 20 years and won a bunch of national championships. Paul plays for them still. And uh, or he plays for them and the, you have to talk to him. I'd love one, we, you know, hopefully someday my dad's in the hall of fame and i need to get back on that but i the old school rugby jerseys were unfreaking believable are the old school ones the long sleeve with, with the, the big strings in the front yes and just great quality i mean heavy cotton well they were like cotton or wool they had like old school hockey jerseys yeah you couldn't rip those if you, tried. you remember do you remember like uh i think they stopped in the 70s but they had the drawstrings the yep. three cross drawstrings on the front of hockey jerseys just like that and my dad would like do the ends and he would like 
Newsome or something, and, and uh, I'd love to reproduce some of that. That would be great for our for our line as well. Yeah, but, for sure. I mean, sure. man, it's all just good shit, but I, I'm just excited we're at this point. Now, obviously, we've talked about this many times. COVID set us back a little bit, but I, I feel like, man, you know, it's kind of like you know uh a wizard of odds when they're all coming out of the woods right. <laughs> <laughs> we're out of the dark we're, i don't even know how the damn thing goes but you know and uh, and that's crazy because then you know they got they got all knocked out by the poppies and whatever but no man i am definitely freaking excited about this couldn't have been a more beautiful day right wish we had our rings but listen it, it's like everything this year you, you can't, you know, everything is crazy this freaking year. So fitting that we don't have our uh, cigar rings today. But we'll get them this week. We'll get it all figured out, and uh, it'll be great. Yeah, and the, and the cigar, man, I, I have to say, I, I think I am incredibly obsessed with this cigar. That's the word I'm going to use. This is a goddamn good smoke. And I and I, I mean that I mean that. Um, one, I'm actually going to complain on my own stick right now. I think I'm smoking too fast because I got a little nipple building. But I You're think that's smoking too me. fast. No, no, no. I mean, I'm like I'm drawing too quickly. You see this little nipple I got here? Yeah. I'm burning the middle before, but I. That's how you got to be. But I mean, fuck, man. There is nothing, and I I, I still think this fits exactly what we wanted. It's full enough and strong enough for full and strength smokers. And it's got enough body and not too much strength that if you're a medium to medium plus smoker, you're in your wheelhouse, man. Shit, this is gonna be an after dinner smoke for someone. This is gonna be the, I just, I just went out with my wife, girlfriend, boyfriend, husband, whatever, friends, birthday, get done, what are we smoking? Boom. That's the cigar. Let me understand something, and, and I'm not trying to put you on the spot, but the next time we get them, will they be labeled coming in? <laughs> That'd be fantastic. So then we don't yeah. have to do all this. Uh, we don't have to do all this. All and, you know, even get. like, even if the fucking trees fall down and shit doesn't get done and we, ha we have to, here's the good news. We've got a thousand labels already. We'll have extra. We'll be able to do it. But... Yes, next time everything will be done in shipment. We'll be set, ready to roll. Um, guys, I think what we'll do is tonight, we'll, we'll give the Patreon guys the first shot, right? Give them 24 hours. To. Yeah, and they're, then yeah, uh, probably, guys, look, I go, to, I go, the Viking goes to Scottsdale on Thursday. The Cowboys gonna have a wealthy supply of these and um, you know, the man's gonna do his thing. Uh, guys, I fully believe that after our presentation to lit next week when i get back i do believe that we'll be reordering by i think we're going to be reordering this time week. next week yes i agree on that i'm pretty sure i'm going to get a there's text no doubt in my or a mind phone call sitting we are going to be doing it sitting in the airport in phoenix and how's going to be like yo and i'll be like we're on already it. ordering <laughs> let's yeah. go so I love it, man. This this thing is... And you're going down there, and you obviously, this is uh, Dixon's headquarters down there. Yeah. Old, Definitely old need to take some of these down there and get... Yeah, man. I, I, figured, I, I kind of figured I was going to take about f like six of them with me. 
and get them give, involved give with our two, cigar get, too. That'd so funny great. thing about Dixon, about two years ago, I actually sent them a bundle of uh, Neanderthal uh, HPs, the four and a half by 48s. And that's when I started talking with Danny and all that. So Danny's going to be there Saturday. I'm going to be down there and get to shake hands with him and meet him. And uh, he held me a Honolulu shirt so I can grab one of those and pick some board shorts up and check some in-house exclusive shit. The cowboy might finally get his first Dixon. Yeah, um, and you know, the other cool uh, person who I think would really enjoy being a part of this will be Mike with 36, uh, Table 36. I think he would totally support us. I think he'll love this cigar, man. I think he would. I think this is right up his alley. Speaking of him, this is right up his fucking oh, alley. Hell yeah. Um, and uh, I actually kind of thought about, well, we'll talk about that off the air. Let's not loosen anything out. Yeah. But um, here's the cool thing about our company and the cigars, right? So we're not big enough now that... Yo, what's the dream, right? The dream is to hook up with Pete or John or, or Jose himself and, you know, roll Nicaraguan dreams and nightmares for everyone that wants to smoke them, right? But everyone's got to start small, okay? You have to. And I don't believe that we, I know, I, actually, I know this because it's never going to fucking happen. We will never sell out to a promised individual that's going to roll us some shit. That's not going to happen. This company rolled us fantastic cigars, great quality and aged tobacco. We'll do some stuff with them, right? But there's nothing saying that when the pumpkin patch comes out, it's not a completely different company. It's not a completely different factory. That's what we have the, uh, you know, the, and I, I think people like John Huber and Pete Johnson led the way on that. You know, John, John will tell you all the time. John Huber of Crownheads, he'll tell you. He goes, look, man, I think of a cigar. I get in touch with who's rolling for me. They build the cigar. He goes, I'm a cigar smoker and I sell cigars. I'm not a blender. I'm not a roller. I'm not a manufacturer. That's what I do. And I, I love, personally, I want your thoughts on this. I love that idea. That's how I want to roll some shit. I would love, and we've talked about this many times, go down to Nicaragua and get dirty and learn about it. I think... Um, you're more on the blending side you're you're more on the tobacco and building it but i would love to be a good roller i think that um i, I would love to be a roller I, I well that I would be a that. really cool thing to do now I've, I've rolled four cigars in my life and by roll i mean that they were pulled out of a press and i put a wet wrapper on a cigar I know, legit, put it on the resume. It's fucking fantastic. But it would be good that you're the blender, I'm the roller, and we could actually, when we're out in some of our things, I could do the rolling thing, and that'd be fun. Oh, that, that, be that would be that would be, be awesome. Good. Like, uh, guys, for all of you know, or Cowboy, I'll tell you, Thursday, uh, Scott from STL Cigars, um, he's got a local shop here in Chesterfield. Um, he's got his own company. He's, he's hand-rolling here Thursday night with uh, Hiatus Tequila. Adam and Paul will be here. Um, uh, and then they'll be doing hand-rolled cigars, tequila tasting here at Lit. Um, sitting down with him and actually talk. I actually got to sit down with him. I shouldn't say sit down. We had like a 20-minute conversation a couple Thursdays ago. I was getting ready to go to dinner. And uh, no, Tuesday. When do we do the Kodogo tasting? Uh, whatever whatever day that was got to talk to him and and you know i i know tobacco so we got to talking about tobacco and awesome guy he is a sweetheart of a man um good dude i think uh, i met him six years ago at an event i met him again 
a couple weeks ago. <laughs> um, good dude though, but that would be, that right there, that's where we can sit down and learn that. And then Luciano, uh, I talked to him the other day, I sent him a picture, um, a guy came in, his name's Peter, uh, came in here, um, drove down three hours from Illinois to come in here and buy the Pichardo line and a Dreamer. Um, we took a picture. I've got it on. Where's my phone? I have it because on my he phone. Couldn't get him anywhere else, huh? But he, I guess, Luciano sent him down here. Wow. Um, and he came down here, and uh, uh, we took a picture, sent it over to Luciano, got into a conversation. Uh, the Nicaragua ticket thing is still open, man. You know, it's just we gotta get the time to go actually do it. You know, I still haven't had a dreamer. There's one in there for you to smoke. I oh, know. Did she tell you? No. Oh, uh, yeah. Ask your mom. There's one ready for you. Yeah. All right, then. Yeah, so smoke it. You should go get that and Look smoke at it. That. Again. Thank you. Like right Look now. Look at that. I right mean, now. right now. I don't know that. Uh, and I'm not being. Um, I mean, I just lost probably on the front side, probably a three, three and a half inch. And now I've already got another two inch going, and it's just yeah. See, I'm I'm doing that. I I keep ashing line, like I've, I've got it. But it, again, and here here, you know what? This is what's really cool this about is this. Beautiful. Yeah, but look to see it. You know what I'm saying? Like I've never had to relight mine. Now I've ashed mine, but to be sitting here, we're having our conversation, and seeing that cigar just effortlessly hold itself. That is age. That is quality. That is craftsmanship. And it, like right now, this this is what solidifies, I think, our faith in this cigar. And guys, here's the other thing. If you hate it, tell us. Right on. Tell, tell us what us. you don't like about it. Woo! God damn, that's a good bourbon. I'm actually gonna put some feelers out again. I, I just have to grab more of this however I can do it to pay a little bit more for it. And I, I Yeah, if you can shoot that out, I, I would like to. I uh, have not even, um, I did a one or two, try to get as many bottles, but I haven't really super sought after those. But man, anytime I can grab one, two. God, if anybody on our podcast knows how we can pay for a case of those, I would love to do it. Oh yeah, I might even call, make a call down to, um, oh, um, what is the name of that place that had a lot of them? House um, of Bourbon? No, it's down in Louisville, um, and I'll think of it. We'll just keep talking, but I'll come up with it and contact him and ask him about it, and we'll go from there. But right on. All right, well, guys, we're going to take a quick break. You're going to hear from Wildwood Pub, our golf sponsor, and then we'll be back for a lot more time. Some right fun. on, man. We're going to get into these cigars some more and do some fun stuff. Beautiful. Crafton right. Puro is brought to you in part by Wildwood Pub and Grill in Wildwood, Missouri. Great place to go into to grab a drink, awesome food, a mixture of your neighborhood bar and grill, nightlife, and the baddest place to hit golf balls inside. Experience their four to five bay golf simulator full 18 holes to a driving range go into wildwood pub mention you heard about them on craft imperial podcast and you will receive a voucher for one free hour of virtual golf in one of the simulating bays 
drop in, grab a drink, have some awesome food, amazing people, and enjoy. Alright, you just heard, oh fuck, I'm happy as shit. That was the cowboy getting down on this fucking cigar, man. And Scooby Drew, you smoked one of the, the original samples. What did you think, dude? Um, I, I told you this right when I lit it up. Some of the spiciest, most bold tobacco I've ever tasted, and I absolutely loved it. Um, you know, smoked the judge, smoked really all that my father stuff that everyone, you know, someone wants something super strong, super spicy, that's where you go straight straight for them. But I was telling Hodge that this is something you could move those guys off of just because it's it's so different, but those guys will love it at the same exact time. Yeah, and I think I really do, and this, again, yes, of course, this is our cigar, so we're going to suck his dick as much as we can, but well, I'll I, dude, the, I'll I really shit. think, I really think this is going to become, at the price point, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to compare it to a, a 64 anniversario, right? But, but, it's, dude, it's a good fucking cigar. Here's the other thing, and correct me if I'm wrong, but did you tell me once we get through a thousand of these, that blend is ours, we own it? Done. As long as we, no, 10,000. 10,000. As, as long as we sell 10,000 within a calendar year from original purchase. So, this you time, do next, that? yeah. Okay, yeah, cool. we'll, we'll easily be through. And that's I, just with our first play. See, that here, here, here's, fall. that's not even what's going to happen in the fall. What I'm thinking, literally, with this cigar, once we get it in place, I honestly think the initial setup and in our first account that we landed in, clink, clink, um, that'll be a reorder within two days. Right? Now, part of that perk is I myself work at that account. Uh, Scooby Drew owns that account. His parents own that account. You know, there's a lot. Of, we're sponsored by that account. You guys all know where we're going here. And I hope it plays out because if it doesn't, we're going to look like real assholes right now. But it all rolls. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I think the we need to be busy there. in the next two or three um, months getting to all of our cool places that we've spent like a year and a half at and get there and talk to them and, um, and start doing this uh, and promoting this because I think yeah. this is... A great and like you always look to the future right you know our one-year anniversary party at lit got we couldn't do Blown it because out of the water we had a hundred and twenty people and covid and this and that and there was nowhere else we were going to do it it was that simple nowhere else you know our two-year anniversary that'll be not it won't be a craft beer anniversary party it's gonna be the craft imperial cigar event anniversary whole slam together thing man there'll be stuff all over the first cigar that I ever was blown out of the water, which I was, may have happened about 25 to 30 years ago when I was in New Orleans. Mm. We had a doctor, a uh, friend of ours, we went to New Orleans with, and we had the box of Cohibas. And I was impressed with the, the fact that we were at the Blacksmith Bar, which is the oldest bar uh, in the the United States down in New Orleans we had those Cohibas and I smoked them down to a literal half inch pinch and they were perfecto to the very fucking end and um, I don't know 
if I just got an amazing one, but I mean, this is what's happening right here. So man, kudos to you and helping us with this, uh, Mark, because I think this thing's fantastic. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually incredibly, it's like I said, I'm gonna say it one more time, for literally not being hand involved in, in the tobaccos, the rolling, the aging, to literally just, you know, cause I, I, guys, we took a fucking, who the fuck's ever heard of Pennsylvania Lajero? Who? No, well, I know have, I haven't. You have not. I haven't. If I haven't, you two haven't. <laughs> I'm going no. to ride that gas line right there. <laughs> I haven't, you two haven't. And man, we took a leap on it. And I, I love how the 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 cigar that what, what I'm going to tag Pennsylvania Lajero with is flowers. It's floral and it meets that, that Nicaraguan Dominican Lajero. It's like a spiced rose. And it, it, and it gives all of that. Um, what were some, uh, let's do this, because we're never going to be flavored guys, okay? You're not going to have tasting notes on a package or a box or a cigar, this or that. We're not doing that. There's not going to be a, a spectrum of strength and body. Not doing any of that. This isn't Cigars International. This isn't Cigar Aficionado. We're not doing any of that, okay? Cowboy, what were some of the notes that you pulled off that cigar? Well... Considering I'm down to a thumb length on my first Since you're one. roach clipping it. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Um, I don't know, man. It's always hard for me to put a specific flavor or note on it. I'm just saying. Okay, let's I'm do this. I'm super hey. impressed with it. Tell me about that cigar. When I retrohale just this last half inch that I have, you're right, man. There, there is a floral, and when it comes up through your nose, there's kind of a sweet little um, McClemp. I don't even know what the hell that means, but it's just like a little quick little floral, beautiful thing that pops out of your nose on this. And uh, man, I think we got a. I, I just really believe we've got a winner. I don't want to put any notes on it because it was so. I mean, I always like to smoke two or three of them. Yeah, we're gonna do another one right after this one. Yeah, back to back. Why would we not? Well, we have but to. I mean, back to back. You have to. Have to. This is the first but time. We'll keep this going. Like Scooby Drew, so you know, the first time. This cigar has never been talked about. Right. Ever. Like, we're doing it right now. So we have to do instead of going to another cigar and back, we're gonna do it right back again. Because this is something too. I, I want everyone to know, man. Like this is. <laughs> This cigar in this shape, blend size, this is honestly probably the fifth of these we've smoked. Fourth for you, fifth for me. Well, I'm saying this one when we finally got it. Now we've got our, our deal. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. think this is even better than the original blend. Well, that think, I, smoked. I think, dude, I think these have these have sat. Th these tobacco, at least this binder. Phil, I know the wrapper went on this cigar four months I don't ago. Know how much more I can smoke? Uh, you, you might you set your fingers on fire. They always say, Hodgman, you get everything out of your cigar, because I know guys within two inches drop it. It's mm -hmm. done. Uh, but that has been, and I would take another picture of this damn thing. I don't know what happens when your phone just stops recognizing your um, your fingertip. But you it one too many times. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, or you've worked in a kitchen. <laughs> 
Man, I'm super um, impressed. Yeah, first time talking about it. So, like, Scooby-Doo, since you're sitting here, man, mm-hmm. um, you smoked one. Uh, now, you had one of the earlier release ones, but what, talk the cigar. I mean, I don't have it with me right now, so it's right. really off my okay. head. Okay, so retro memory. That's what I like to call that, retro memory. It's what I said a couple minutes ago, man. It's, it's that pepper, and I can see where you're going with that floral, you know. I, I picked up so much on that spice, it's kind of what I locked in on in the whole cigar. But once you hit that halfway point, that kind of settles down and you get this really interesting creaminess slash nutty um, mix with that spice. It's actually really cool. I was, I was actually talking to Bill in there when I was finishing smoking that. And he was like, that thing is so dark. How, how do you get that creaminess? Like, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't either. But it's there's also- something called a Pennsylvania Lajero. Still trying to figure that out. So, well, dude, I, hey, check this out. I even Googled it, and it's not on Google. Hmm. All right, which means well, it's so- real. It means it's real. If it's not on Google, it's real. <laughs> and saying that, <laughs> yeah, we got some. We got some like crazed botanists mixing some shit up, doing so- some Ivy League composure. Here's our next one that I remember. We were together and we were starting this shit. One bottle stood out to me uh, that that we had together that I was like, man, uh, that's fantastic too. Oh no! The Macallan Number Five, the baby. Fir- uh, the first bottle of Scotch that the cowboy ever owned. Yes. And the first time we drank this was when I got back from the Cayman Islands in 2019. I brought back the, you smoked one of them, the uh, Partagas. No, 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 not part. Uh, is it Partagas? No. What were they? Well, we had oh my Partagas from the what Cayman. What were they? number two. Upmans? They weren't Upmans. And the only reason I haven't poured yours yet, I oh want to take God. a picture. But um, these are the Could two that I felt no. like. Yes, yeah, sorry, Partagas. The Partagas number two Maduros. Yeah. yeah, 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 you're right, sorry, thank you. I was like, oh my God, I forgot what's in my shit. <laughs> um, yeah, we had smoked that together and that was literally, because I was joking, I was like, when I was in the Caymans, trying to find whiskey in the Cayman Islands, mm-hmm. you, you're out of your mind. And I found, I found this place called Tuca. If anybody ever goes to the Cayman Islands, this is gonna sound insane to you, stay on the north side of the island and rent a car because your taxi fare is gonna be $150 to the south end each way. But when you stay on the north side of the island, there's this bar called Tuca Fresh Fresh Catch. Now they have a humidor full of Cubans. Like, like, I mean, labels were starting to taint yellow because people would not smoke them. I smoked a Bahike for $14 at this place. And they have a 620 bottle wall of rum. And you did, you did, there was a presidential flight, a Silver Fox flight, and a staycation flight. $22 for three ounces. You got to pick from 40 bottles. Uh, $46 for three ounces, $80. For $100, there was a hundred, I'm sorry, 300 some odd, or no, my numbers are wrong, right? But a lot of bottles. So I, I drank, for $100, I had a three, three ounce pour of each, not three ounces, three ounce pour of each. 
on a flight dish. I drank Havana Club 27. Um, I drank um, Seven Fathoms uh, Zacapa 29. And then I had... Um, I, I had uh, Plantation Private Company Reserve. And then I, I bought I bought some Edmundo number twos. I bought some uh Coiba Lonsdales and I even I smoked a El Mundo de Rey uh Robusto. And the point of the story is I was so rum drunk when I got back. When we were in the when we were in the airport in the Bahamas, I sat down and I, I bought I bought the entire Quest collection from McAllen and I sat down at this they had a Great Cliff Cigar Lounge bar in the airport happened to be right next to our gate and we had two hours till the flight so I had a cigar was drinking drinking McAllen and I was like everything tasted like rum yeah so when we got back we poured this uh, against that cigar and I think it was the number one pairing yeah of the year well let's um, get so into let's it so let's cheers man. this cheers did you get a cool picture of that I did <laughs> cheers you slut monkey Jesus, I thought this was a great, great pairing for us today. And wow, dude, that orange, orange crisp and peat against the spot. Oh my god! <clears throat> hey guys, we got us a winner. It's a winner. It's Not a winner. only that, but how about the? Uh, I mean, to to pull out the two that just kind of started our whole relationship. I thought it was um, a great Well, that bottle was a couple two. years in, but okay. By the way, you keep time. <laughs> Whatever. I'm kidding, I love you. I you mean, that's those? the one I remember me and you. Did you see the other You stickers? sharing that with me and me loving it. And um, that's the last of it we're drinking today. Now, do I have backup? Hell yeah. Do you? I got one, too. I got one. And, and then the other one is the number six that I love, too. Yeah, we did the uh, six over the Martini Bar Ranch. Yes, we did. I got to name my house like that. The Martini Ranch. The fucking Frenchman, Curtis, when yep. you pull up to his house. Now, mind you, you pass every cow in the Midwest. <laughs> Uh, you know, you pull up to his house, there's this driftwood sign that says Martini Bar Ranch. It's a gangster as fuck. Uh, literally mean that. So, all right, guys, so what we're doing now is we are lighting into our, we're going back to back on the on the Cyclops here. Uh, decided to call the Cyclops. Yeah, I was about to ask you. Yeah. That. Yeah. For the skull on top. T-Bone. What's up, baby? Oh, we don't know. So much. Not so much, man. Not so much. Uh, so we're we're going just winning, make them pesos. That's it. We're uh, we're going back to back, same cigar. What we're gonna do now? This is where the critique really comes in, because does it match the previous smoke? You know what I'm saying? This is where it gets fun. Oh, and I love ooh. I love the ash on the end of these, man. I love or it. The, the, the shag. I love it. I love it. Everyone is different. There's a different amount of shag. You know, like the first one I smoked had a good inch on it. Why, well, when I started mine, the ones you gave me, uh, I did that first one, I did the shortest shag. And I'm gonna go second. Oh, dude. But I wanna, I wanna let them each sit a certain amount of time. So maybe, I'm trying to think. When do you leave? Thursday. Before you leave, I'll smoke that second one. 
up. Couldn't be happier. I'm starting my second. Dude, I and you know started what? like my first. It's amazing. So with the McAllen, the Edition Five, and, and here's the, uh, we guys. You can go back and reference this episode. You know the special thing about the Fifth Edition McAllen was a color. That color purple is now registered. And the apparently there's a world color index that makes Crayola crowns. I didn't know that. Yeah, there's McAllen purple now. That's what that color is. Really? Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, that's the difference on that. Huh. Well, either way, I just thought this was fitting. I bring this because um, it's a scotch that I really loved and I've shared with some team different people and, and and they absolutely love it especially the scotch people who i've shared this with didn't even know about the 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 mccallan collection what do they call that i know it's like we were at the edition series what is it edition series Edition's. they're only doing well actually i thought they were doing 10 apparently seven is it it's seven they're done so there's one more coming next year the this year there should be one more this year and if it comes on time, it's going to come right at about uh, June, July, I'd assume. You know? Wow. I like Doctum. Love it. Hmm? I like Doctum. Yeah, this is a. And I'm you would have thought cigars. I would pick another bourbon, but no. Yeah, for the guys, I gotta tell you something. My face when the bourbon cowboy pulled a scotch out, you were like, "Oh my god, he's tainted. <laughs> he's tainted. Shit's getting weird." I love it. Mm. Absolutely love it. Are we running out of cigars? <laughs> oh no, I got three in I this. I told three you pack. I grabbed a handful, dude. I didn't bring all of them. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, we we're not out already all of them today. We're <laughs> um, today because we're already smoking all of them. Yeah, no, man. Uh, this, this, and I got look, guys. Even with a, 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 forget a different bourbon, a different pairing. We went to Scotland. We went to a completely different distillation, grain build, mash build, the whole nine. Cigars starting the same way. Direct up forward spice, nice little gin floral kind of thing on the retro. Man, I think we got a winner. Hey, try it. I did too. Wow, just look at that there's silence. That, there's that rose that you were talking about in that retro. Mm. Hibiscus. That's that. Floral spice, hibiscus. We're there. I love that. So, some fun that we had, you know, through through the, the podcast and doing all this. Um, uh, By the way, have you had your vaccine yet? First shot. You had one? Yeah. It's crazy because we, we just did it. And, and I think this is relevant to what we're going through. It's like, it's like uh, I'm not saying Moses, but something just the floodgates opened and next thing you know, Janine got online and we got our, and we'll have our second at the end of the month. And it just, uh, it's fantastic that this stuff is like finally moving and it's moving fast. I, I think anybody that wants one now, you just need to get on your computer 
and get it going. Like but, I know, I know locally in in St. Louis, you can just go to what Mercy.com, like Mercy Hospitals. That's where we went. Register for it. They send you a text message or something. Five minutes and, from our house. We waited about an hour in line and went through the process. We have our like CDC card, and um, which is cool. And then by the end of the month, we will have had both shots on a nice card. Hold on to it like a passport. Jesus. Don't let that card get away. Because right. I mean, they're going to eat That's just kind of your passport or whatever at this point. Uh, I don't think they'll be able to enforce those things, but it's good to have. Slip that card in your passport. I think you're good to go and do anything you want to do. I agree completely, man. So cigars are burning fantastic. We're through on that. Let's get into some. Uh, well, oh, here you go, guys. Patreon users tonight. Today, as soon as this podcast finishes, I'm going to throw out the, the eagle call to the Patreon, and you guys got first dibs for, we'll do 24 hours. Three packs? Uh, three packs. We'll do three packs. Yeah, why not? Because um, we can, we can three pack packs. the three up. Now, to be honest, the initials you receive won't have labels um, because unless they show up tomorrow and Cabo meets me up here and we label them up, but, Whatever. you know... You'll get I, them. If we need to do that, it'll get done. Mm -hmm. That's all I'm saying. See, that's Whatever what I'm we need about. to do, it'll get done. That's what I am talking about. But, it's again, we can go back to... Uh, oh, let's do some, some, uh, some news, cigar and bourbon news. We got anything that you know of? Well, if anybody didn't know, um, MPG, which is... Tell, tell the, us about the, the number one number one distiller in the world. But it's a sourcing company. Yes, but but they just purchased all of Luxrow. Luxrow, yes. Now, which I'm, when I say that, do do I know all the ins and outs of it? No. No, but, we know we know highlight of the of the newsreel, but yeah. where that excites me, and you know what, you know what, where this shows growth in the bourbon American whiskey area. Is everyone knows who Dave Pickerel is? Okay, he's passed away two years or a year ago now, two years ago now in 2019. Owner of Whistlepig, right? Now that man used to get so much shit because he would buy source barrels from MPG, take them, blend them, move the barrels around, and then age them for seven, eight, nine, ten more years. Release a boss hog and charge $450 for the bottle. And people used to tell him, give him shit all the time about how do you get off selling a sourced bottle or a sourced whiskey for that much money? And he goes, well, if everyone could do it, everyone would do it, right? Now, MPG just bought Lux Row. Right. Lux Row was, was a, a player in the American distillery game, okay? Lux Row owns Blood Oath, okay? Blood Oath, yeah. Rebel Yell, Re Rebel Davis Yell, County, Old Ezra, um, all the pack, right? All the packs that me and you have loved Blood Oath, yeah. to be getting the Blood Oath, and, um, and Ezra, Ezra's Lux Rope, Ezra Seven, Kentucky Ezra Best. Ninety Nine, all the distiller collections. Yeah. I mean, they really have a nice portfolio, and I have to say, I've not had a bad um, pour from any of Lux Row. Well, I thought we, they've done we, it really uh, well. We have four or five years ago. Right. But how since, long have since, they even... I don't even know how long they've been putting this well, portfolio together. Well, Lux Row put out Exotico Tequila in what, 2015. 
You know, it was it was the it was like the rail. Everyone was nuts on so the rail. Been tequila. working on this for seven years. It's not like yeah. It had the, the muerte skull on the bottle. You know, did all that. But I think that's cool. I think it's cool to see. I think the respect value for MGP has gotten so high that MGP just purchased a player in the distillation world. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like these these were the guys that like you know like if if Craft Apparel decided to go get a distilling license, right? The distilling license in Missouri allows us to distill for personal use, I think 5 gallons a month. We could go to MGP and source out a hogshead barrel of well, I think that's our next three-year rye i think uh, that's our next uh, adventure right bring it home and just let the damn thing sit for five more years and bottle an eight-year rye so maybe we're going to go to indiana here sometime soon i would love i would love to go to mgp we should get just that on our see, calendar just to see that rick house just, just just fields i mean you guys understand mgp so everyone knows buffalo trace right buffalo trace has 17 rick houses Right, that covers like a hundred acres or something like that. You know, I've never, I, I really couldn't um, speak on that. I really don't know. I'd have to do a little investigation. Mm. Well, MGP covers, I want to say it covers two or three acres of of warehouse and and settlement, um, and they've got they produce three times the barrels that Buffalo Trace does in a year. Yeah. That's crazy. And you know my I mean? dumb ass one time said, "Who? Wh what's going on in Indiana? And then you're like, NGP? And I'm like, oh, hell yeah, I forgot about I'm that. I'm like, they're only the yeah. single largest yeah. barrel distiller producer in the world. <laughs> and what about tobacco in America? Connecticut? Connecticut Are you Pencil kidding me? And Pennsylvania, Number one, man. Pennsylvania? And that's interesting too. So, like, so in, in the country, so Missouri grows tobacco, Virginia grows tobacco, Connecticut grows tobacco, Pennsylvania grows tobacco, the Carolinas grow tobacco, uh, the Dakotas grow tobacco. But the only two states whose tobacco is used in active cigar blends are Pennsylvania and Connecticut. Now, Pennsylvania grows acreage on acreage of tobacco. Certain segments of that are used for broadleaf and obviously Lajero, case in point, the Cyclops. Um, but Connecticut, Connecticut's cigar tobacco is, is I want to say it's like 10 acres, and it is the most expensive wrapper in the world and the hardest wrapper to attain. Now, I say wrapper because the leaves that grow, they're, they're not strong enough to hold a broadleaf, Right, like so, you have to get this. Where you have to give credit to Carlito Fuente and Fuente, right? Using a broadleaf to create the original opus and putting that on point. Where you give better credit to Pete Johnson and Pepin Garcia is taking that broadleaf and creating vast more quality of cigar. But the Connecticut tobacco profile, all but two percent of it, are bought up year in year out. Two percent is left to shop the market. And it's, you know, I don't know exact numbers, but I can tell you it's crazy. So Ecuador and Connecticut per pound is like 31 cents a pound, right? And you're buying a thousand pounds of it. Connecticut 
shade grown or Connecticut sun grown or Connecticut grown tobacco wrapper is 235 a pound and you're buying a thousand pounds of it. It's, it's not cheap, it's very hard. And you can immediately, if you take a Connecticut, Connecticut grown wrapper against an Ecuadorian Connecticut, the only difference, the creaminess is there, but there is a definitive, very, very point in place nuttiness and sort of dry texture to Ecuadorian Connecticut wrapper. Because it's Connecticut seed grown in Ecuador and built out to work that way. It creates that, that profile. It's the closest you're gonna get to a true Connecticut but it's not there. True Connecticut wrappers, when you smoke, so uh, the Oliva Connecticut Reserve, right? When you smoke that cigar, the damn thing is like a Krispy Kreme glazed donut. It is creamy, it is settled, it is smooth, it is light, it is completely there. If you took the same guts on that cigar and put an Ecuadorian Connecticut grown wrapper on it, there would be an almond to it. There'd be a pistachio, there would be some salty nut onto that cigar that you would know the difference immediately. That's just region of growth, things like this, that create the difference in tobacco. Height of plant, picking period, and all these things that change. Um, now, Pennsylvania, the other, right? In Pennsylvania, broadleaf, okay? Pennsylvania broadleaf, those leaves are like fucking like this big. I mean, they gotta be almost two feet across, come to a point. The lajero on those plants, I've seen those plants. The lajero leaf on that plant is, <laughs> I don't know, maybe eight inches, almost a foot long. It's, it's not, I mean, and it's in the cigar. All the other tobacco producing states in this country, now mind you, we'll talk pipe tobacco for a minute, they create some of the greatest English cut, the Virginia cuts called Virginia cut for a reason. Um, old English style cut, comes out of the Dakotas. Pipe tobacco that people pay hundreds of dollars for per ounce are created in this country. Also, the number one cigarette filler in the world is grown out of Virginia and the Carolinas. Great. You know, it's, it, it's just the way tobacco grows, the region it's in, where it's at, and what it produces. It, it generates different things here and there. Well, look at this one. I'm already about inch and a half in and it's it's amazing well i'm blown away I, I i'm just like in awe of what we're getting going here and i'm ex so freaking excited yee baby <laughs> i am uh, i am incredibly stoked about this cigar um Guys, I, I really can't tell you. Let's just you know, buy them up. We're oh, you guys on. who've been listening to us. I don't know how many we had. Twenty five hundred listeners on our regular, and then we've got our um, our um, Patreon Patreon page. Get back to us after this episode, and let's get going on getting you guys the first leg of these cigars. And um, Mark will get it all on there, and what you guys want, and. Let's get you guys buying these cigars and tell us and get some feedback of what you like, don't like about it. And let's get going because no time to waste because let's get another order going. Because I think you guys are gonna be pleasantly surprised about our first release. And um, I think it's gonna be um, giddy up time on these fucking gigs. I really think it is too, man. I mean, this is, uh, I, 
We would no look, guys. I've got crown heads tattooed on my body, and we did a podcast where we we smoked the uh, um, four kicks. Um, uh, what was it? The four kicks mule kick this year, and it it hurt me to tell you how bad it was. I didn't like it. It was not a good scar. Haven't liked it to this day. I don't like that cigar. It's bad. Um, talked about big names that aren't go. Talked about how much we praise other things. I am telling you, this cigar. I, I, I definitely want to give out credits to uh, to Jeremy, the head blender out there. Like, dude, it's where it's at, man. I mean, you look at this wrapper, and for San Andreas, you've actually heard me talk about San Andreas wrappers when we did the Viva La Vida podcast or Tezo Del Tobacco, and I talked about the toothiness on a wrapper, how you can see the slight growth on the leaf, and it gives you a very, very thin... When you got a moto, a hole in your drywall, and you buy the thinnest, thinnest um, sander that you can, this is ten times thinner than that. But you can see the the actual growth in the tobacco. You can see the pores. You can see where nutrient hit the leaf. It's all there, man. It is all built in, and it's doing its thing. Absolutely fantastic. Well, I'm excited, man. I say we end our podcast. We, we've been through the White Label Heaven Hill. We've been through Memory Lane. I say we uh, say our, our our goodbyes to this podcast. So let's uh, get into our Patreon page. Yeah. Or let's just keep moving forward, man. I mean, it's been a fantastic day. I am into my second Cyclops. Ah, I love it. That's it. It's, it's there. I'm, two and a half inches in. And it is burning like crazy. I am so excited. So anyway, listen, Viking, and here's the Bourbon Cowboy. I'm telling you what, we're so excited. But listen, it don't mean shit unless you guys get back to us. We're going to get onto our Patreon page and get that zipped up. And then within the next week, a lot of excitement going on. And we're going to start getting these cigars rolling. And uh, we appreciate everything you guys do for us and listening. And Lit is going to be, it's been there from the beginning. They're going to be another great sponsor of our cigar. And uh, we're excited. And we got many other people that I know are going to be so excited about joining in and supporting this cigar. We're just going to get going on it, man. 100%, man. I have to agree with the cowboy all the way. Cigar is phenomenal. Going down this memory lane with this six-year bottle and bond, Heaven Hill, the first bourbon we ever had together, to the edition number five, McCown, the first bottle of scotch the bourbon cowboy ever bought. Going down this lane with the Cyclops, phenomenal. Lid Cigar Lounge has been behind us from the get-go. They're going to be there everywhere through. They will be the first shop to carry this cigar. Everything will run through here. We'll move on from this point, and I think this has been fucking fantastic. Right on, man. Right? Hey. Good? Knuckles, baby. This yeah, is, baby. I think we're off to a good start. Listen, from the Bourbon Cowboy, as always, giddy up. And from the Viking, see ya. <laughs> Mahalo, guys. Cheers.